Hey, how's it going? This is Demetrius Murchison from Flowing Wisdom. It is a great day. The sun is shining. We woke up this morning with breath in our lungs, uh, blood running through our veins, so we can't complain about anything. Uh, so I just thank God that I'm able to be here one more time. All right. Um, I hope you all are enjoying the previous videos. I have uh, five videos posted already uh, or five other podcast episodes already. Um, so please make sure you go on uh, my Facebook page or go on my website to uh, see those episodes. Uh, also, you can see them on YouTube. So please don't forget to subscribe to this uh, YouTube page. Don't forget to share uh, these videos, like it, um, make sure you hit the bell button at the top right so that you get notifications every time I upload a video. All right. Okay. Now this is episode six. Um, and we are going to talk about having a financial wellness mindset as a man. Um, we need to have the right financial wellness mindset. We need to have that that type of mindset so that we can succeed in life all right um i love talking about finances uh this is definitely um in my area i went to school for accounting um i i'm a cpa as well so i love talking about finances and money um and organization and um you know just being uh savvy financially so this is something that i really enjoy talking about all right, <clears throat> so it is without saying that men are struggling to lead their families in the ways of God, but one aspect of leading the family is leading the family in financial wellness. You know, we do see a lot of issues in families, um, definitely in marriages where a lot of people are getting divorced because of finances. Um, you know, they may not be so disciplined financially, they may have a lot of disagreements um, about finances. And so you see a lot of tension between couples when making these decisions. So um, as a man of the house, you definitely need to have uh, this type of mindset. You need to have a financial wellness mindset. All right. So, um, you know, and also just keep in mind that I'm not saying that, you know, we have to have millions of dollars a year so our families can be secure but i'm just saying that we do need to have this mindset so that we can excel that our families can excel financially all right so this is for all men whether or not uh you are financially sound okay so this is for all men um i just want to give some statistics uh so the results of a uh, 2017 Gold Banking Rate Survey, uh, it indicates that many Americans lack an adequate emergency fund. Specifically, 57% of Americans had less than $1,000 in a savings account. And then according to Northwestern Mutual 2018 Planning and Progress Study, 21% uh, of Americans have no retirement savings at all. And then one in three Americans have less than $5,000 in retirement savings. 
Now, not to say that these statistics apply to men only, uh, but seeing these stats, they are very disturbing. All right. People should have some type of money in their retirement. Um, they should have at least $1,000 in their savings account. But um, according to these surveys, or, or according to the Gold Banking Rate Survey, 57% of Americans had less than $1,000 in the savings. So you can see that, um, you know, a lot of people may be struggling financially. And so as a man, we definitely don't want to be in that statistic. We don't want our families in that statistic. So we have to make sure we have the financial wellness mindset. So as men, we are responsible for the well-being of the family. And that includes the financial aspect. If you're not financial, financially savvy, you should look to have some type of financial professional and advisor to help you get on track and to help you keep on track or to stay on track. So you, if, you, if, if this is going over your head, you need to have someone help you in this area so your family can succeed financially. So as discussed in episode three, being the leader in the home part one, we saw that Adam was chosen by God to lead the family. God gave Adam instructions. It was Adam's responsibility to abide by them. In Genesis chapter 2, the instructions given to Adam were to dress and to keep the garden, cultivate the garden, not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and name all of the animals. Here we see that Adam had the responsibility to maintain and guard the garden and to cause it to flourish and produce. So this is what we should do for our household. We should guard it spiritually, physically, and financially, and we should cause it to flourish and produce so our families can succeed. So here are some of the things you should be thinking about as a head of your household. These are some of the questions that we should be thinking about. How can we cut costs? What are ways we can bring in more income? Um, are we saving enough money each month? Are we prepared to cover emergencies when they occur? Uh, does my wife feel secure financially? That's a, that's a huge one. And am I financially prepared to care for a child or children? So not to say that we should be worried about these things, because as believers, we don't worry about anything, but we have the responsibility to take care of our families. And we have the responsibility to manage resources that God has given us to manage, and that includes money. And so as we are managers, we need to really think about how to best manage the money that we have and that includes cutting costs or maybe bringing more income or um, or how much we should save um, and things like that so these are the important questions we need to ask ourselves periodically so if you are married these are discussions you need to have with your wife but before you even get married you know you need to talk to your girlfriend or your fiance sit down with her and really uh, talk about these these things in depth and I'm not saying that everything will be perfect 
uh, for I know you you'll probably have disagreements, uh, but you both need to be on the same page and you should be able to come to a consensus. So you should make sure you are on the same page before you even say I do. Very important. One of the top reasons for divorce is because of finances. So keep that in mind. You want to hash these things out before you even say I do. Um, I'm just going to go over 12 topics to help you get in the right direction. So if you're an expert in these, great. If you have all these situated, you know, hashed out, great. You should be able to help someone else to help them get on track. So here are some of the 12, uh, or here are 12 topics um, that will help you get on track financially. Now these may not be in order, but these are all very important. Uh, number one, write down goals. So in episode four, we talked about having a vision. So what are your short-term and long-term financial goals? Keep that in mind. Spend some quiet time with God and he will lead and guide you on what you should pursue. It's important to have your goals written down and in front of you so that you will always be reminded of them. Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. So you need to write down your goals. Number two, have a financial plan. So you should have a plan for your future income and expenses so you can use this plan as a guideline for spending and saving. So it is very important to have a plan in place so that you know where your money is being sent. You need to plan your income and expenses and in doing so you will be prepared for the future. So money doesn't have a mind of its own. You tell your money where to go. Money just doesn't disappear and go to different places you need you send it you are the one sending the money somewhere so when you have this financial plan you're telling your money where to go number three you need to get out of debt always remember the debtor is servant to the lender and that's proverbs 22 and 7 the less debt you have the more money you have control over. The less debt you have, the more money you have control over. And then debt equals bondage. Always remember that. Debt equals bondage. Financial freedom starts with having no debt. Financial freedom starts with having no debt. Always remember that. So don't be so tempted to... You know, get the new car um, if you're if you already own a car. Don't be tempted to just buy a new car or finance a new car because you think you deserve one. You're going into bondage. That's what you're going into. So keep that in mind. So top three or the first three is write down your goals, have a financial plan, get out of debt, and then number four, invest. Investing is a key way to building wealth. When investing, only invest the amount you can afford to live without. Do not invest the money you would use to pay for necessities like rent, food, and heat. So you need to make these smart decisions. Okay, 
Investing is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It requires much patience. All right, keep that in mind. Number five, consistently give your tithes and offering. This is huge. Giving tithes and offerings is the number one way to staying out of poverty and having no lack of resources. You have great, there are great benefits that come with paying tithes consistently. You can see that in Malachi chapter 3 verses 10 through 11. It don't come with this nonsense that I can't afford to uh, give my tithes and offering. You can't afford not to give your tithes and offering. I'm telling you right now that when you consistently give your tithes and offering, there's a blessing that comes with that. And here are three of them. And, and they're stated in Malachi 3 and 10. The devourer, or Satan, is rebuked so that everything you possess will flourish. The devourer is rebuked. And he is the main reason, the main cause of deteriora deterioration um, in, in your household. And in number two, we live under open windows of heaven daily. And number three, God pours out so great of a blessing that there won't be room enough to store it all. So when I tell you, I'm, I live this. When you consistently give your tithes and offering, things last longer. I mean, there are situations where money just comes in. You know, you it may be tight for a minute. And then you you don't want you don't worry or anything because you know that God will take care of you. And so um, keep that in mind that when you when you give your tithes and offering, you're showing God that you trust Him in in providing for you and your family. So this is this is huge. This is huge. Number six, check your priorities. Never seek after riches, seek after God. Money will not bring fulfillment, only Jesus can, all right? Money will not bring fulfillment, only Jesus can. Number seven, know that God is your source. No matter what happens in life, know that God is your only source, not your job, not your government, not your friends, not your pastors, not your wife, not your business. Only God is your source. God will use resources such as your job, the government, or your business. He may use a resource to help uh, give you funding, but God is your source. Number eight, have self-control. Have self-control. Learn to say no. Having self-control requires you to deny many wants that you may have. Everything is not a necessity. When learning to live without, you're being disciplined in prioritization and management. You have to learn to say no. I know the shoes might be on sale. But do you actually need the shoes? Think about that. I'm not saying yes or no. But you have to think about these things. Number nine, be proactive. The definition of proactive is serving to prepare for, intervene in, or control an expected occurrence or situation, especially a negative or difficult one. 
So you're preparing for something. That's what being proactive means. You're preparing you're preparing for something. Second Thess Second Thessalonians three to ten in the NIV says, For even when we were with you, we gave you this rule this rule, the one who is unwilling to work shall not eat. So we have to do something. We have to be proactive. We have to be proactive. Number 10, change your mindset. Acquiring achievements require positive adjustments in the mind. You have to change your mindset. Don't expect to change an outcome without changing your mindset first. By renewing your mind in the word of God, your viewpoints in life will change for the better. So you will begin to think how Christ thinks. So, for example, you will no longer have a desire to live paycheck to paycheck because the Bible teaches proper stewardship and abundant living. We are not called to live paycheck to paycheck. That's not what we were redeemed to do. We represent God. And if we represent God, that means that we should be prospering. And to prosper doesn't mean have a lot of money, but simply means to have an abundance of what you have need of. And God is the source that provides that abundance. And ultimately, he will get the glory out of our abundant living. Amen. Number 11, watch your mouth. Your words and actions need to line up with the Bible. Then you will see God working in your life. Proverbs 18.21 in the NIV, NIV says, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So you need to watch your mouth. Make sure you are speaking the word of God. You are speaking blessing and not cursing. You don't have to, you shouldn't be saying we don't have enough or I don't know what to do. Those are words of doubt and unbelief. We need to be speaking faith. We need to be speaking his word. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We need to be speaking his word only. And then number 12, live life. Have fun in life. Go on vacations. Buy things you always wanted. It's okay to splurge sometimes. God wants us to enjoy the fruit of our labor. However, we have to be disciplined. We must be disciplined. So go over this list and you will have the financial wellness mindset. Uh, and soon you will see you and your family succeed the way God intended. Go over this list. Write it down. Go over it with your wife, with your family. Um, make sure you go over this thing in detail. Um, and you know, don't just read it over one time, but really get it in your spirit and then really, uh, research these scriptures as well. Um, and I'm sure that you will, um, see benefits as you study, uh, as you study this list and as you go over these scriptures. All right. So that's the end of this episode. Um, uh, I hope that you all were blessed in this episode. Please don't forget to add comments or send an email with your questions or feedback. 
Um, you can email us at flowingwisdomllc at gmail.com. Again, that's flowingwisdomllc at gmail.com. And don't forget to like this page, this video, podcast. Uh, share this video with as many people as possible. Again, our ultimate goal is to allow God to speak through us in providing fresh, pure, life-giving godly knowledge and to assist people in applying that knowledge so they can succeed in life. So I pray these words were life-giving and that you were encouraged. Number 624 through 26 says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. This is Demetrius Murchison signing out. God bless.